Well, good afternoon, everybody. Thank you all for coming and joining us today. This afternoon, we are um, introducing yet another uh, initiative from DPW. It's, it combines collaboration, it can, combines innovation, and ultimately customer service. And with us today is Mayor Tom Barrett, who's going to introduce the initiative. Mayor? Okay. Thank you very much, Hassan. Uh, my notes are pretty direct as to what I'm supposed to say. I'm supposed to say um, parking meters are not very sexy, uh, except for these. Um, and I looked and I said, I'm sorry, uh, they're still not sexy. <laughs> so whoever thinks they're sexy, I respectfully disagree. But I think that they're really useful, and I think our residents and our visitors are going to appreciate them very, very much. Uh, the, the state of parking meters is something that is constantly changing, and with technology, that's a good thing. Um, we know, of course, many, many years ago, we had them all up and down the line, and you could go in and put your quarter in or put your nickel in. Um, we moved to the, the Luke ones for a while there, where we had them spread out, and you'd go several spots before you would plug a, a meter. Um, and now in this iteration, we're, we're coming back to ones that, that look like more like the traditional ones that we used to have. However, with technology, things have changed. And most notably, of course, they continue to take coins, American coins, um, but they also can take credit cards and debit cards, and they can also use the, the MKE Park app, which is a real benefit. And what we are seeing is we are seeing a, a, little, a literal tra uh, transformation from people using first coins, then going to credit cards, now the MKE Park app is making its move. It is moving higher and higher as more people use it. So if there's anything we can achieve here, it's to let people know just how popular this app is and how successful it is for people to use it. Now, one might argue that um, there are some disadvantages, and from a public standpoint, there are no disadvantages. Under the old parking years, the disadvantage to people is that you could put money in at any time. So even if you were coming on a Saturday and you didn't have to plug your meters, you could still put money in the meter and we would take that money. We would take that money. With this technology, because it's got the lighting that tells you when you have to put money in and you don't put money in, um, you can't make that mistake anymore. So the city doesn't get these dollars that we sort of had come to us fortuitously because we're telling people, look, you don't have to put money in the, in the meters anymore. So it's, it's a benefit, I believe, in, in telling people when you have to put money in and giving you more directives. So again, it's not something that I think you're gonna stay awake at at 3 a.m. If you do, this means you need something else in your life. Uh, but I think in terms of making this a livable city, a city that people wanna come to and use, I think that this is a significant step forward. The, the other benefit, of course, is we now have move, are moving away from having to walk down the block to put money in um, in one single machine these will be at every spot. Sometimes they'll be able to cover two spots, but the parking meter will be right back next to the car once again. That was something we felt after testing the other way that people preferred that. So we're going back to this as well. So what we're doing is we're listening to the residents. We're listening to the customers, um, and we feel that we've reached a point now. They want the accessibility. They've got the accessibility, but they also want to have the smart technology and it's got the smart technology as well. So it turns out to be a win-win for everybody, and we're, we're really pleased with it. Alderman Bauman. Yeah, thank you, Mayor. Uh, I noticed this spot is expired, and this one expires in three minutes, and there's parking checkers all over the place. So <laughs> we'll see what happens with those instances. But as I understand it, with the parking app, someone could remotely add time 
to their to their meter from their office, from their hotel room, from across the street, from a bar, a restaurant, provided they're within the two-hour time frame, correct? That is correct. So, I mean, that is a really, this is actually a very sophisticated device. It's uh, internet enabled, it's Wi-Fi connection. The city's able to monitor what this meter is doing in real time. If there's any mechanical difficulties, uh, we get a signal to that effect so it can be quickly repaired. Uh, three methods of payment, as the mayor mentioned, cash or coins, uh, credit card, or the, or the Milwaukee app. We're still about 35% cash transactions. 33% MKE Park and the other two-thirds are with coin or credit card. Okay, so the coins are still very popular and very functional and actually arguably the lowest cost solution because the app has a service fee attached to it. So if you use the app, it actually increases the cost to the end consumer for the parking, whereas the coins are what the coin is, 25 cents or adding up to $1.50. So this is our latest iteration of Parko Meter. I love that old uh, name. I'm told this company that builds these was one of the original parking meter manufacturers in the United States going back to the early 1930s. So it's kind of a little piece of history, which I suspect explains the design of the meter itself. So I congratulate the department for keeping us on the cutting edge of parking technology. They're solar powered. They have a backup battery in the unit itself. So they're actually pretty sophisticated devices. So thanks everybody for your good work. Uh, one quick uh, note to make here is that uh, we're introducing this technology at a time where the current system has reached its all, you know, useful life. So it's very smartly timed. So we're not we're not actually bringing in, you know, and not not utilizing the uh, the current system in its life. So it's it's, it's all um, all timely time, well timed. So with that, we're going to do a demonstration uh, for you. Uh, I want to recognize Tom Wozniak, who is... He's undercover, uh, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's undercover, yes, yes. And obviously, Laura Daniels and uh, Rick Stolhoff here to uh, help demonstrate and uh, answer any questions you may have. Oh, so we're going to plug somebody's meter for them? Sure. We can do that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that? Sure. Yep, so here, if you come up to a two-space configuration, you simply just press the button for which space that you're activating, in this case, the left space. And let's say you're paying with a coin, simply add coins into the meter to whatever time you want. Now you can also use credit card or MKE Park to do that in this meter. You can see when it's blue, it's just taking the time. It's just storing the time, so it takes a second. So if the customer in this uh, space happens to come up at the same time, they just might have to wait a second to uh, process their transaction. And most of the meters will be a two meter session. Two meter will control two spaces like this everywhere we can. Where you're at the end of the block, like the very end, the very last space, since there's only one space left, that'll just be one block. You can see now it's stored the session, there's 10 minutes. Now let's say we wanna pay this session to our right here. So this customer walks up, they simply press the button. And in this case, the space number it's 1433, which is on the back of the space marker. So I put in that space number in the app. And then I pick a time frame. In this case, I'm going to pick two hours. And then I hit continue and I start the session. It'll take about 10 seconds for the real-time activation to happen because it's going up to a cell modem and then it's sending a signal back down to the meter. So you'll see it'll start to blink blue and that means it's communicating to the meter. And then after that 10 to 15 second time frame, it'll activate two hour session on the meter. So 
the beauty is the customer now has the flexibility to make a variety of payment options and we have the ability to see this all happening in real time and so does the customer so they can see when they walk away unless they needed to walk away in the first 10 seconds that they now have two hours on here. They can extend for money to where they want with the app so they no longer have to come back here to the meter and it still only allows you to park for the entire session of the parking restriction and that is intended to create the turnover that we seek as a city to meet all the intended purposes it's there for. There you have it. Talk about the cutting the cost of infrastructure by half yeah. because it's really So yeah, this meter itself is $904 to be exact, but because it can cover two spaces, we obviously save money compared to just buying one for every single space. And when you look at the holistic part of our system, the commissioner mentioned all of our equip all of our infrastructure right now is at or beyond its useful life already. That's all 300 plus multi-space meters and all other 4,000 single-space coin-only meters. So we had to have a solution for the whole city, for all 7,000 spaces. And by having this solution, we that cost, the capital cost would be between three and a half and $4 million, compared to if we had gone to a smart solution for a multi-space meter, which what the what customers did not find as convenient to use, that would have been closer to $8.5 million. So we reduced the cost tremendously, which what we think is a much better option and what we've heard from the consumer and our customers and our visitors who we of course are here to serve, that that's the best iteration and the best uh, version of technology that we can put on the street for them to use. So there's 7,000 spaces, 7,000 metered spaces in the city. So most will be two spaces like we're standing in, but not all. So when, at the end of the day, it won't be 3,500 meters to cover 7,000 spaces. It'll probably be closer to 37 or 3,800 meters. And you times that by $900 a meter, you get a little over $3.5 million. You end up in the $3.5 to $3.7 million range. But again, that's a significant savings. The multi-space meters are about $12,000 nowadays and we've got 7,000 spaces, and they cover about 10 spaces per meter. So that's about $8.5 million. So it's a significant savings for the city and us and our consumers who use them because we pay our costs based on the fees our customers pay us. It'll more be phased in by location and area. We've got a staff of four that does this. So, you know, four is good, but it's not huge. So they'll go block by block and this block and wells here up the, the cathedral square and to Jefferson is all this meter. So we've done this section. Right now we're headed to the third ward next. So we're pretty much focused on the third ward until we're done. And then once we finish up an area, we'll move to a new area. So it'll be the central business district, uh, third ward, the east town, the west town areas first, and then we'll head in a manner which makes us as efficient as possible. It'll take two to three years for us to do the whole city because again, it's it's 7,000 spaces and it's a huge area of the city that's covered by uh, metered spaces. So we budget on an annual basis into a capital budget for these types of expenses. And this is a separate item where we budget money through the annual budget process Within for specific fund. reasons through the parking fund dedicated for this specific purpose. So the modem, each one of these has a modem and that's a $4 a month cost. 
Um, there's always been a cost, a similar cost for the multi-space meter though. So no matter what we chose for a smart meter, there's going to be a cost related to it. The beauty of this meter being a modem and it can talk to us, we can get real-time alerts and updates so we can fix it um, and address it as fast as we can possibly do it. In the past, we didn't get any kind of real updates, especially coin-only meters. We only knew when somebody told us or when we happened to go upon it. We do have a proactive schedule, but you can imagine even proactively addressing 7,000 meters is not simple. So by the time you get to any given meter, it could have been several weeks or several months before you address it. So there are ongoing costs. We anticipate that the, the meter itself though, this is a very robust meter, very well made, and we don't anticipate we'll have issues related to having to maintain any of the exterior for quite a long time. It'll just be the cost associated with technology.